Welcome to Just About Anything. I hate doing intros. I fucking, <laughs> shit's cringy as hell. What's up, John? Hey, Jim. Hey. I, do we even acknowledge that he's here? Is that is that the trick? Because we just act like he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. Yeah. It's fine. No biggie. Fine. This is fine. I'm here to listen. I should be over there just staring at you the yeah. whole time. Oh. <laughs> All right, John. I, I, I'm trying to remember what the phrase is that people use by... Uh, is it unanimous acclaim or unanimous request or whatever? A lot of people, and by a lot of people, specifically this guy, was like, you should get this dude on this podcast because I heard that you have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of things. Okay. All right. So, like, I guess I should I, – I, I, I always don't preface this a lot. Or I, I feel like I need to preface this more, at least for now. I probably will stop doing this. But um, – if you have come to this channel and uh, you're now seeing some people just sitting around a table talking and the last time you were here I was playing Apex Legends, <laughs> I, I, I do this. This is a podcast thing that I do every from time to time. It is, uh, it gets very political and that's fine. I, just, I don't want to see TOS flying in the chat. Like we're, we're good. Like that's, that's something that can, we can do on Twitch for now. Um, I'm sure that will change sometime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I'm not looking to offend anybody because I've I've gotten some uh, spicy messages since the last one that I did. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, hopefully everybody gets something out of it and like we can talk about shit that actually matters. Um, and I hopefully motivate both myself and other people to do some shit that actually matters. But um, yeah, that's my spiel. Um, I guess we talked a little bit about it. Um, I was it? No, I don't think it was with you. It was with AJ that I talked about this. The Gina Calero shit. Oh, her getting fired from Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I am very curious as to people's takes on this because I feel like I have a very like, I'd say it's it's very like it's eighty percent like, hey, don't. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, take, but then there's this 20% of me that's like, okay, yes, don't do that. But holy shit, like, this is like, we're, we're nuking people. But maybe, maybe my take on that is like, like, can, can be catered a bit more. I, I don't think it's necessarily nuking someone for posting anti Semitic memes. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, a company has the right to do. They do. I, in, I, in America, yeah, like, yeah. no matter how you feel about this country, that's how it is. Yeah. A company has whatever the right they feel like to fire whoever they want for whatever speech. Sure. There's no freedom of speech in a corporation. No. And I'm sh and she was warned ahead of time to not Th make posts like that. That's the other thing that I, 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 I said it before and I'll say it again. This is not her, the first thing that yeah. she's done like that. So like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not out here being like, she shouldn't have been fired. What, what I'm concerned about though is like, I'm not asking everybody to be Gandhi or whatever, or, or MLK or whatever, but it feels like, doing things like this adds fuel to the fire to that side or to that group of people and they're right. like oh you fucking like you did this thing to us when they don't realize that they they were the uh instigators or the starters of all of this stuff of so but even even if they are i i wonder how effective like every time something like that happens that we just hit the delete button on people and then force them into like this very like 
dark corner of the internet, and then they fester there. Uh, and ra- and they can radicalize, sure. Yeah. But, like, for major celebrities, I don't think something like cancel culture is real. Like, Interesting. I've never heard that take before. <laughs> so, so, like, in, like, fringe cases, yeah. it, like, it might work. Like, sure, Roseanne Barr... Yeah, sure. I she about was that one, yeah. canceled, but like her career was over pretty much anyway. Yeah, but like look at someone like Louis C.K. who is canceled for horrendous acts, and now is still going back on on doing Tour shows, and... and no one's saying anything. Like, yeah. and the dude was masturbating in yeah. front of people without <laughs> asking. Like, there's yeah. no polite way to put that. Yeah, there's no consequences for some people. There's no consequences yeah. unless there's actual jail time for most part for a lot of the I, rich. I wonder, like, so. Hmm. I guess let me ask: Do you do you think it is okay for someone like Louis C.K. to be back on tour and like be back doing like what he was doing, or do you think that he should like not do that anymore? I think if there was a chance for like where he actually apologized and like came on and told people like, "Hey," and showed some real remorse, we got like a half baked apology, I've no- and yeah. then disappeared for like six months, and yeah. then was just back <laughs> We're on back tour. in it, boys. Yeah, nothing like nothing changed. I so I could be wrong about this. I might be mixing up another um, misconduct story because there were a lot of them. There was there people, still people, are there still are. Um, like I I was understanding that the at, at least some of the victims I guess were had had kind of like said okay I forgive him at least. Yeah. And so I wonder what is the bar for an apology or like what what like when is it what is enough or what is like the thing that we go okay cool like you've done you've you've served your time or, or like i feel like it depends like obviously on the case and severity or whatever yeah. but like more than just like a half-ass apology and disappear for six months or maybe even just be like look i'm a millionaire i don't really need to keep doing this and what i did to these people is horrible and people who've gone through similar experiences might be thinking Oh well, he got away with this, so now I can't go to the any of these shows or anything. Yeah. At like, what point does it stop becoming? What does the perpetrator have to do to like make it right to just the victims to come back? And what point is it like? What do you have to do for society, really? Mm. So, hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I, I I get a little concerned because I I I don't think I do or say anything like. Offensive is a bad word because you're, you're going to offend people. But I don't think I, I've done anything worthy of being canceled. I doubt that I ever will. But I always fear about, like, accidentally doing something like that. And then if, if that's the case, then it's one of those situations where I'm like, okay, well, I know in my heart of hearts that I didn't mean to do what, whatever happened. But now I'm like, okay, I'm I'm sorry. Like I didn't I didn't mean to do that. Like this is like my bad. But if people still don't forgive me as a society, then I'm just like, well, shit. Like, do, do I just you know? Like it's a sticky situation. I feel like. But like, what are people really getting canceled for? It's not just for like just being like offensive. It's for like anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. It's for slurs. It's for sexual assaults. Like. I don't think it's very hard to go through life and not get into conspiracy theories like yeah. that are against certain groups of people or to not sexually assault someone. Those aren't exactly yeah. difficult concepts. Sure. Like I'm not not sexual assaulting anyone. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like as as long man. 
I, I, okay, so something I, I talked about last time too, and I'm bringing it up again because I feel like I, I have to do it every fucking time because <laughs> people on the internet are people on the internet. I'm going to say things that sound very like right argumentative or like people that you probably heard and like, like on the right or Republicans or conservatives or whatever. Yeah. You like use this as, as, as a, a thing of like an excuse or whatever. I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm using it as like, what if, like, what if this happens? So I, I preface it by saying, so it, it's a point of view in our yeah. in our society. It's a hundred percent valid point of yeah. view. Like, I just, it, I don't know. It, it, it's a point where it's like, who's actually getting canceled and for what, or how much of it is just like screaming that someone's being canceled, even if they're not really getting canceled. That's true. Some th- that happens a lot. Like in the Gina case, she got fired from Disney. Sure. Next day, Ray had a movie deal. Like, yeah. can you say you're canceled if you're back in? Yeah, I, I I don't think I would call her canceled at all. Like, she, I, I, her contract was canceled. Yes, sure. yeah, <laughs> that's about it. that's about as canceled as she got. Which which is and ah oh man, I I almost want to be like, I like that situation more than her being like, we we cancel you or, or we cancel like you did you did a really bad thing. Um, so now you don't get to work. Um, no one wants anything to do with you. I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, there's a kinder, kind sounds very like, haha, rainbows and unicorns. But like, you, I hope I'm, I'm making my point here. It's like, I feel like there's a way to like reprimand these people, but not um, exile them. Yeah, I, I, like they should feel that pain of like making a mistake like that. Mistakes need to have consequences. I'm not saying that, but like I feel like every time they they do it and they get exiled, they they are away from good information or or full information. Like the whole the riots thing, like that should only happen because a bunch of people got pushed to a place with the internet where they literally they they got to push to a place where they thought factually that the election was rigged and it's just like damn it if you weren't and you just actually paid attention to other or you were exposed to other information you wouldn't have gotten there but like the problem is a lot of those people were radicalized on like facebook and twitter yeah that's not like far reaches of the internet it's also these companies aren't handling problems like the QAnon conspiracy that like led to that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. They're not handling them correctly. Like when you're letting a conspiracy like QAnon or what led yeah. to it before Pizzagate like <laughs> spread on the internet, <laughs> there's going to be consequences. QAnon's killed a bunch of people. Pizzagate has had multiple people break into that, or at least one guy I know of broke in there, tr- shot up the place. Yeah. One guy broke in and tried to set it on fire. Like, and these like, these media companies because that's what they are at this point they're like more than platforms yeah they're, 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 they're full. Yeah. yeah they have some responsibility to, to handle this false information being out there i feel like a lot of companies are actually doing that like i've noticed that on like twitter um youtube youtube's gotten very heavy-handed with it which yeah. i think is necessary um and so far i haven't seen any like a, abuse of that system yet um, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, if like the fact that I'm even saying, like, if I say COVID and I say COVID enough in my video, underneath my video will be a little thing that's like, Hey, here's some facts about COVID. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on up there, but like, if you want, like, like yeah. what's happening or what the CDC says, like, here, here you go. 
which I think that's perfect. That sounds I, like I a great yeah, like, idea. Or like when Twitter Twitter puts like the little things, like when people brought fake facts or when the president like had yeah. things, just a little thing like, hey, this is in dispute or whatever. Yeah. Like just give people that like, hey, there is this off ramp. Facebook is like pretty bad at it, I feel like. I haven't noticed anything on Facebook yet. Now that you say that, yeah, you you're get, right. Yeah. You get some on Facebook, but I feel like they pull from a lot of very biased sources. Mm. Both both far left and far right. Like I feel it's like just, it's tough to find like a, a unbiased source though. Like Yeah, I mean every source has inherent yeah, biases to yeah. some extent. But like, you know, 20, 30 years ago we all had an idea of what was a fair news source. You know? Yeah. In the, I, in the 60s, Walter Cronkite was considered the most respectable man in America yeah. and most trusted. Like, I, I wonder, though, like, if... So, like, I, I use CNN as, like, a, a, a example. Because I remember when I was growing up, I, I in my head, I always knew, like, okay, Fox, like, that's, that's right. Um, I never put CNN in a, a left or right place. Like, it, it, in my head, as a kid... Who slightly understood like politics or whatever yeah. um, I always saw CNA CNN seems like the balanced one the one in the middle but I wonder if that was the case or if the fact that they really never have been or if they were and that shifted somewhere along the line and if that's the case then people that are trusted at one point can not be trusted later so absolutely I, I mean I feel like CNN was always like made to be like a moderate left source yeah. But I feel also part of the 24-hour news cycle that we live in probably bad. makes it so you have to fill, fill your cycle with information. And so what ends up happening is you have to cater to your audience and you fill that time with usually what ends up being opinion shows. Right. Like they might be like some, you know, reporting like Rachel Maddow or whatever, yeah. but mostly it's like – or it's still Rachel Maddow because yeah. it's just talk, people talking their opinions or yeah. like Tucker Carlson or yeah. something like that. Like they're just talking opinions and they're – but that's where people are taking for news sources. It's not them necessarily just like getting biased news. It's just that them don't have time and they're just that's like, true. oh, I can watch, you know, Colbert and get the news. I Man, that, that whole thing was always weird when, um, God, why am I pulling a blank on his name? Like Jon Stewart? Yes, Jon yeah. Stewart, where like he would constantly, he constantly had to fight that battle. It was like. Dog, I'm on Comedy Central. Yeah. Like, it's just like, every time someone, like, any of these, like, I'm on Comedy Central making fun of politics. Like, if, like, I'm not, I, you and I are not the same. Exactly. So, it's just like. He but, was, he's not a pundit. No. He's like, a comedian. Yeah. But. I, my, my thing, though, is I'm, I'm seeing places like YouTube now. That tends to be where I try to garner a lot of information. Now, sometimes that ends up being, like, from cnn's channel or from fox channel yeah. or from like different but it also ends up being from people like um philip defranco and like like there there are other people on the internet who are essentially taking that place now for me yeah. like of, of the news and I, I i feel like that's better but it also means that i have to put in way more work as, yeah. as a viewer because you're like okay well i gotta watch this okay all right cool that's his take no, i gotta watch this okay cool all right i was like it, it, it is a lot more work but and I it feels think... like it's a never-ending struggle and it kind of yeah. is because it feels like you can always find a new source or that's a different... true or if like if you're in like text printing or, or text media there's always like oh this is from a different country and that can be translated or mm. whatever and it's like at some point it's just exhausting we're in information overload yeah and at some point, I think some people's brains just break. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I, it's it's it's. I know I personally have like taken 
a more hands-offish approach to social media now. Like I can, when I say social media, I mean like uh, uh, Instagram, like Facebook. I don't post a lot. Usually, I, I, I think I made a post a long time ago. Where I was like, listen. The post you're about to see from me or be like, hey, episodes coming up or like YouTube yeah. video. Like that's literally going to be it because I, I, I don't every now and then I'll post up like things that I think are important in my life. But that's it. I don't scroll, man. Like it's it's not it, it, it's just a time killer. It's it's not even just a time. I think it's a fucking soul killer, man. Like I feel like like <laughs> I mean, you like you just you're it's it's <laughs> it's brutal. Like you you're you're not supposed to have all of that being like injected into your brain. I mean, that's why doom scrolling is a word, right? Yeah, like, like I, I don't know. Especially like if you are, I felt like a lot of ways, like on uh, like January sixth, that was like the worst day ever for doom scrolling because yeah. anywhere you turned, it was just horrible shit. And it's just, yeah, I, I remember constant inf- and I, I, I now that you say that, I fucking I I broke and I did it. I I I I, I saw what was happening, and I was like, oh well, I'm probably gonna have to talk about it on podcasts. So like. I gotta tune in. And then, like, I remember clicking on a live video, and I had that playing in my pocket while I was working. Yeah. And I just had that listen. I was like, motherfucker. Like, I, I literally, like, halfway through that day, I was like, I don't feel well. Or, like, yeah. I just, I'm not happy. Like, and I was like, ah, oh, oh, shit. I think there was a part of the day where I literally just went to the bathroom and just, like, stared at videos. And video. I just couldn't believe it. It's I just insane. couldn't believe what was happening. Like, obviously, we all we saw that there was like posts online, yeah. months and all. It's like saying this was going to happen. I didn't think it was actually going to yeah. happen. But I feel like at this point now, anytime I see something like that, I'm just going to go. That might happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's no, there's nothing that's too wild anymore. But it truly can happen here. Yeah, and in a lot of ways, it has. Like similar inter- insurrections have happened in American history. So, like, I guess it's not too surprising. Yeah. But it, it happens. I guess a lot of those people, they already went on trial and um, were, I guess they were found not guilty or, for I don't like, remember how that, I, I know like for the, like most of the people that were caught in there, mm-hmm. like they didn't do any time or anything like that. I think a lot of them are out just on bail right now. Okay. I don't think trials have really been happening because okay. the court system takes, you know. That's uh, yeah, well, there was something I heard, or maybe sure. I, I think it was in, in in line with Trump's uh, trial. I think sure. that's yeah. Oh yeah, I mean Trump. Yeah. Trump was one hundred percent not going to get yeah. Trump yeah, Senate. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no way. Every every time someone was like, "Oh, they they got him, they got all them," like dog. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not. I mean, that's not how this works. In but. a lot of ways, Democrats are pretty ineffective. Ineffective at anything. Really? You think so? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. feel I feel like there's a lot of problems with like the left or the not the left with liberals where it's like they want the power to govern but they don't really know what to do with it. It's mm. very much like the dog with the mailman. They're always chasing but never know what to do when they actually get there. Mm. So, I wonder I guess the I the issue is how if they once they do get there, because I, I mean, right now I guess we're in a situation where they are there. They have all they, three branches. They of have power. it, yeah. Like, so I'm curious or to two see two branches. They don't have the Supreme Court, but they have the, both but, the yeah. House, Senate, and the White House. Pass whatever they want. Yeah. I. But my question becomes: Should they? <laughs> I mean, Republicans do with impunity. I don't think that that's a solid reason to do the same. 
So I, I think you should fix things that need to be fixed, obviously. Like, sure. Like, but both parties have a different idea, though, of what's broken inherently, right? True. So when Republicans were last in during the majority after 2016, mm-hmm. they passed tax cuts that helped some middle-class Americans for a finite amount of time and upper-class Americans and corporations for an infinite amount of time. Democrats have been in power for a month, and they've done an impeachment. They have fought back and forth whether two thousand or fourteen hundred dollars is enough for the American people. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what are they doing? (laughs) I mean, part of me wants to be like, well, these things take time. Like, I'm if you, I guess, if you took the time from the initial um, push for the six hundred dollar stimulus thing that happened recently to the time that it actually got through they still haven't hit that point yet so it's like i i want to be a little bit more like leaning on like all right take take your time the my issue is if you take all the time and you still fuck it up i'm like if you take all this time to fix this thing and you still release it and it's it's trash like now i'm upset i don't even think i can't even give them the benefit down on time when joe (laughs) biden literally said before georgia Vote for Warnock and Osif, and we will immediately vote for $2,000 in your pocket. <laughs> How in the world can you say <laughs> say that and then be like, oh, well, we're only going to get 1400 because mm. 1400 because 600 plus 1400 is 2000 Yeah. Because that's how math. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, oh, but we're going to fight about it now for another month. Like, uh. how do you do that? Get, like, I, I'm not a big fan of Republican politicians, yeah. right? Policies, I understand. Republican politicians, on the other hand, I don't necessarily understand a lot of them. But you have to give them credit. Mitch McConnell knows how to work a Senate. Yeah. His, he always has everyone in line, 100%. Schumer has no power like that. I, I guess it might be because, like, the like it takes a type of personality to do that. I'm I mean, sure. And I feel like people that are on the left or, or li- liberal, that have shared, like, liberal ideals... That's less likely, but I mean, I it, I I, I struggle to think of like someone in that ide ideal ideological space that I'm like okay, this person understands people and like can can like motivate and like influence them to do things. Like I don't I, I don't know. I mean, we also saw like a whole generation of politicians, Democratic politicians wiped out during the Obama years. So like we're dealing with older, ineffectual Democrats who are used to a game from 20 years ago (laughs) because the people who should have been growing up and taking their spots didn't because they got wiped out by Tea Party wave. I guess and there's also like a new wave too. like there's 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 newer politicians, but. They're still very green, yeah. and they don't have a lot of like pull yet. It takes time um, to build yeah. those relations. Yeah, and so. so we're kind of looking at a Democratic Party with like an older head that doesn't. I don't feel like really have a grasp of how politics is played these days, and a younger class that's coming in and is more radical, but don't have the pull to get the party to go that way. I feel like Republicans are usually better at staying together because it's kind of how the right usually is the left yeah. is always known for infighting yeah but republicans in the right in general have always been very well at working together and knowing that if they get power they can figure out their middle place where where democrats in the left in general feel like if they get power then they have to figure out what to do with it yeah i i my my issue and this this hasn't really been a thing in policy or law 
Yeah, what's up? No, nothing. Don't worry about it. Keep going. No, okay. Keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm just hanging out here. Okay. I, you feel free to jump in whenever you want, by the way. like. Hey, like I said, I'm using this as information gathering. I'm just filling up empty filing cabinets in my head right now. Because he, he won't talk to me like this normally. Yeah. So. I mean, we usually don't have time at work to do smoke breaks. That's and during a smoke break, they yeah. go into. This, this is true. And the other time we hang out, it's just like, let's drink too much and then. <laughs> just gone. Yeah. Okay, so my this and this is just comes from talking to people. Um, Stephen Galaxy, this is kind of in relation to the long three hour conversation you and I had with another one of our friends two nights ago. But <laughs> um, love him to death. He's a great guy. Uh, you guys know who that is? Yes. Okay. Cool. Hi, Stephen. Stephen. He said hi. So okay. Yeah, that's fair. I gotta say hi back. Um, also, real quick, I guess. If you guys are throwing comments in there, if you if you highlight if you like an at Joe or at, at just Joe or uh, of course <laughs> now he appears. Um, he, he 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 just texted me. Oh yeah, uh, chaos yeah. texted me and said, uh, "Look more bored." <laughs> so I'll, I'll try my best. All right, uh, that's okay. Now everything's added up. The last that was the last. Yeah, that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we're here. There it is. Um, my fear or concern or whatever you want to put insert word with a lot of left politicians is that they do they they in my opinion make two major flaws the first is they don't care about their opposition's position it's more of like i i have this idea i have this thing i have this policy it is all like all everything about it is correct there are no flaws push it through it, it needs to happen now and i'm just like that's not gonna work that's not like the way our system granted right now i mean everything is kind of one-sided so the kid work but <laughs> normally that's not how they, that works um that's the first flaw and then the other flaw is they i guess that it's they're kind of the one in the same but like it, it almost feels like everyone else be damned for whatever thing I want to happen. And sure. and and that in my opinion is like how this loop of like oh you have these like far right conservatives that get riled up by by laws or things that are trying to get pushed because no one has even given them a chance to like I don't know be a part of a conversation regardless of whether they're wrong like or not like or their their ideas are bad or not it's just like simply by having them at the table helps like it makes things like that not happen yeah and i don't don't know why that seems like such a hard concept to get like it seems like a pattern i see over and over and over from i I don't know necessarily you can say that's a part part of just the left or just of american politics as a whole because you see it on both sides of the aisle 100 percent in american politics how many of trump's agenda ever got it voted on by democrats almost not how much of obama's did almost none by Republicans, almost none. Neither party is willing to talk. Over the last like 50 years, we've seen that po- the Congress has become more polarized as American society has become more po- po- polarized. Yeah. There's less moderates <laughs> in this country and there's less moderates in Congress because those people can't win primaries anymore. There's no way someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to go over and talk to AOC and try to make policy. These people are just not going to communicate. We need, if you want this like bicameral, like two party system to work, you have to have someone who is able to make that 
cross. And right now, there's just not enough people in this Congress willing to do that. I, I agree. Like, I, I would consider myself, like, people hate even, like, thinking, like, uh, moderate or centralist or all, like, people yeah. like that. Like, I get why people dislike that stance. Like, it, it feels very lukewarm. But I don't think it's lukewarm. I, I, in my, my personal opinion, I think that is a stance where a lot of action can happen. The issue is people have to get their heads out of their own asses and like understand that some concessions are going to have to happen yeah. in order for anything to move forward. Absolutely. Like, um, man, I, I want to get Stephen on to talk about this because we we spoke for like we finished playing board games at like. <laughs> maybe one or or 12 i left there at like 350 <laughs> and we were talking about like trans rights and and like policies and things of that nature and we were, i was just like i didn't I, I i never disagreed with his position but it was one of those things where it's like you're pushing forward with any like what you want means that somebody some someone is getting hurt Oh, like, absolutely. Somebody is about to lose by, by doing this. That, that's the nature of politics, though. Sure. But my thing is, like, you need to figure out a way to, to address it, even even if you can't fix it. Because, yeah. like, that's somebody is going to lose. That's just yeah. life. But you got to figure out a way to at least word it or the rhetoric has to be there so that the person who is going to, who's about to lose something from that policy doesn't go off and make, like, absurd conspiracy like stuff and then rile up a whole bunch of other people and then you have like these like eruptions every now and then i i i would like to not i would like to see less of those that is very important i would like to see less of like january 6th i guess i honestly don't think that's going to be possible in the current america really i okay. think we're seeing an acceleration of mm. those types of events happening and over the last 20 30 years we've seen extremism on both sides ex go up drastically but especially far-right extremism and these types of things are going to continue unfortunately i mean i guess you there's there's both far right and far left like, like sure yeah. i mean absolutely but like dhs just had a report out like on friday that was like 75 percent of terrorist attacks in america last year were far-right attacks wow like you yeah. cannot you, there's no like comparing that yeah like when you're doing three times the amount of violence yeah i one, one of the things I've I've always I, I guess thought is that the rights violent acts tend to be very violent. Like it's it's it tends to be like the extreme. Whereas like the left is it's bad, yeah. but it's not like people people aren't dying, dying. at the same rate as it yeah. is for the other side. So yeah. there's no Timothy McVeigh really in American yeah. left. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no one on that level. But I, the, the counter to that, though, is like, and this is what most right people say, is like, it's hard to say that when a lot of the media that you would read this stuff from is left. Like, yeah. so like Twitter left, like um, Facebook, I definitely I don't think is. The, but Facebook is right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like Facebook, I wouldn't say. Ben it. Shapiro, The Daily Wire. Yeah, it's they, like all they live. Like, the top 10 <laughs> news like, sources every day in America. But like, like. <laughs> But like I, I've I've watched media sources that like and I guess there's nothing wrong with like saying this stuff but I like when it comes to video games like Polygon like every, every media source YouTube 
Twitch, like everyone every, has every, a bias. But it's but it's it's there seems to be like the bigger ones, barring like excluding Facebook, are all left, and that's that's something that I don't think people on the left even want to acknowledge. Because if I if I was a a, a conservative and I saw that, I'd be losing my goddamn mind. Like I understand yeah. why like why that's like a thing that is very frustrating. So whenever that's brought up and it's immediately dismissed, I'm like, stop doing that. Yeah. Like it, that is a very genuine like important thing that should be talked about. But it seems like it there's doesn't. absolutely an inherent bias on a lot of social media sources towards liberalism and leftism, but. You also have to see in a lot of these media sources, with the exclusion of Facebook, they're mostly used by younger people who tend to tr- tend to be more liberal anyway. Sure. So, like, it does happen. It's, I'm sure, incredibly frustrating. I'm I'm no liberal, and it's frustrating for yeah. me to see liberals out here yeah. celebrating, like, <laughs> random like, no. little things. <laughs> it's, no, it's 100% ridiculous. But I also think the right likes to scream that, like, n- they're, like, canceled or can't post anywhere. Yeah. And it's like... There's a difference between you can't, like, post anything and you can't post, you know, far, you know, anti-Semitic conspiracy theories yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, part of the problem here. Like, we see, like, them saying, like, oh, my, I got a bunch of pe- all my followers got banned. Like, Tucker Carlson, like, after, not long after six, right. like, complained on Twitter, I lost a bunch of followers. They were all, like, queuing on people who got banned yeah. after the six. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. this, these are people who we lost. But then that becomes a culture fight of I'm losing followers it's like yes but you're losing followers who are violating tos already so like absolutely there's there's no perfect moderation on yeah there's never going to be and i'm sure it's frustrating for conservatives but like when there's conservative only media spaces we see what happens and they become hellscapes i mean anyone been on parlor or telegram it's a nightmare i i've wanted to but then I was just like, uh, I, I, I should. I part of me, I'm like, I, I feel like I, I, I owe it to myself to at least go there and see what's happening there, so I can form an opinion. I don't know. Have, have you? Yeah, actually, I, I, I have both a parlor and a Telegram account. Okay. Um, I've been in various, very extreme right wing groups. Okay. Um, and it's just absolute batshit misinformation. Interesting. And it's, it's. All sorts of misinformation. Stuff like Joe Biden's a body double. <laughs> um, the COVID, all sorts of COVID vax stuff, of course. Michelle you know, Obama is yeah. a secret man clone from a different planet. Yeah, exactly. And like the new conspiracy recently has been that like March 4th, Trump's going to be president again. My dad was talking about what? that. You yeah. know, you know about this. Okay, shit. okay. I, I do want, I want, I want to get into that, but bef- before I want to address this uh comment here um i can't see the name was it soup super sub breast 93 uh biggest issue with the left is they over promise and under deliver and then think that taking the high road saying that the right won't work bipartisan i i would say that's that is a problem but i don't i wouldn't say that's the problem with just the left I feel like yeah. it, even in recent times, I can very much remember um, even like there was that whole thing where um, Trump denied that initial bill and was like, yeah. 600 is not enough yeah. it, in the guise of being like, just to say like, well, we 
we tried to give you guys more money and like they well, just they didn't wouldn't work with us. Yeah, so I was and, just but like, dog, refused to have a meeting. Yeah, I was, like, dog, I was like, dog, that's not the same thing. So like, it happens on both sides. Um, I, I think, in very general, simple, simplistic terms, I think the left has an issue with like almost a superiority complex where they just assume that everyone is right or everyone is like on their side, and every every idea they have that everyone around them also shares that same opinion. Like I, I talked about this last week with um, AJ about like I know Republicans and like conservatives that they're afraid to even talk about their ideas yeah. because it they're, they're surrounded. Most workspaces are very left-ish leaning yeah. slightly. So like if you if you have anything that diverges from that, you're just like fuck. I can't. I can't. My voice is irrelevant. Like my voice is dangerous to me. Like I can't. I can't say anything. I, I'm gonna make a slight quibble here. I think this is a thing. A difference actually between liberals and the left. You're probably right. I, yep. I think when you get to like the farther left, mm-hmm. um, they're a little bit more well willing to listen to right wing opinions and all. Liberals have very much a lot of this whole my shit don't smell <laughs> idea. Like <laughs> to put it like bluntly, mm. like it's very much of a I can't do wrong. Obama was the greatest president, you know, that type of shit. Like, where it's just like, no, you have to realize that there's there's flaws in your own ideology. Obama was the the porter-in-chief. Like, (laughs) come on! The porter-in-chief. Like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Okay, so what what's what is this? Thing? Oh, it's the May the fourth. Yeah, oh, March I, the fourth. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this this is a fun one. So the idea is that after the original inauguration date in America was March the fourth. Okay, it was moved by FDR. Grant was the last legitimate president at the 18th president because after or during his presidency. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. I promise. It gets dumber. (laughs) Just like, what the fuck? So during his presidency, the District of of Columbia incorporated as a municipal district. A lot of people take incorporation means it became a corporation. So therefore, the United States is not a government. It is a corporation. So Trump can swoop in, have Biden arrested, and become president again, uh, becoming the 19th president of the United States. This grows out of... Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I imagine seeing this on like a whiteboard. Uh, somebody's just if like, you had one, we could go hard on a whiteboard right now. <laughs> this belief like moves out, comes out of like sovereign citizen movement, which is like the Amon Bundy type people. Yeah. I don't know if you know them. There was I, a, I've heard that before but they're the people who like keep trying to take over like wilderness rec- like areas because they don't want to pay taxes on cows nice and <laughs> like, I'm, I'm serious it, it's land right tax problems Jesus. like it's not necessarily like i'm saying like I, I should preface this with i have no problems with right ideas i have a problem with fart right ideas which cannot co- coexist in a peaceful society anymore yeah when you're promoting just complete like destruction of government or bombing buildings yeah. or assassinating people you just can't work you, you, with those yeah. type of people anymore i i agree those those type of people like they they don't serve anything any well like it it, it should i don't know those people unless their ideas can change like I, I personally i don't think they have a place in like our society or whatever but 
But I mean, we're seeing like like those type of beliefs are like part of QAnon, and we're seeing QAnon's thirty six percent of the Republican Party. That seems really high. Yeah, I I, I could double check. Str- yeah, I, I, I would struggle to like. It was like ten percent of the American population, and then thirty six percent of Republican parties into QAnon, or at mm, least QAnon adjacent beliefs. That's I, I think it would, maybe I so. It, 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 the, but that's the problem because QAnon's also an arch conspiracy. So right. like it's why like that's that's when 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 I start when I hear or see numbers like that I go, let me see that study because yeah. I, a lot of or let me see that survey or whatever because it's like this sounds like some shit that you went on a like tear not, not you specifically yeah, 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 of course like whoever whoever's putting out the survey or the study you went on a thing and you formulated the study in a way that this is you you got the results you want because that seems like an absurd number of people like i mean but we're seeing like how are people like marjorie taylor green and lauren bobbitt making it into the i'm not familiar with uh, uh marjorie taylor green is uh a republican congressman from or congresswoman i believe from north carolina okay. or maybe georgia one of the two somewhere some somewhere state, in those those three state, who like posted things about like jewish space lasers um has gone on multiple QAnon podcasts in the past before she was in congress was like talking about how we had to assassinate public officials people like this are getting elected who there has to be people supporting them yeah that's wild that's absolutely insane yeah colorado laura bobbitt is from colorado she owned like a gun taylor green marjorie taylor green yeah okay a gun themed restaurant a gun themed restaurant that okay i'll be honest with you and we can we can get into guns if you want to oh i love guns yeah same like i was like (laughs) i i like guns i would go to a gun themed restaurant that that sounds awesome here's the thing i love guns i think america has a fetishization of guns and that's too much like like, i will 100% go out let's go shooting yeah like let's go do that you do not need an AK-47 to go to the convenience store or whatever or any sort of rifle like that right like, you do need a sword, though. You do need the <laughs> the mandated public sword, whatever. Honestly, I feel probably safer with more people with swords than guns. I know a, a son. I know no one can turn the safety off a sword. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, right. you might get to see cooler street fights. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my god! Never mind. I, I'll show you that video later. There's a dude like in a. Uh, subway and he just had a katana he just happened to have one and like this woman was getting robbed and he was just like all right shit like he just yep. and it was, it was i was like is this stage i was like what, what the <laughs> fuck is this but um yeah i well, I'm, glad, I, I, I'm glad i know this is very pro-gun pro-sword yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally pro-sword yeah um i I, I yeah I, I would say that there's definitely a fetishization fetishization I don't know words hard um, of guns I, I I don't know how you fix it at this point though like in any it feels like any time it's pulled back even just a little bit or it's even yeah. talked about pulled back a little bit people lose their goddamn minds and it's just like it, it, what I think it would make sense is like okay. You do it gradually until there becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Because it, I don't want people to be like, hey, okay, let's take the Australian approach. Like, fucking. Oh, that will go. not work. I was that like, will, that's that not will gonna, cause a war. Yeah, that I was like, that, that's not going to work. Yeah. But I think that adding more restrictions on what there already are, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I keep hearing people like, we already have all these things. I'm like, yes, but clearly, 
<laughs> like that's not that's not fixing things. I mean, so, there's like, some like simple things we could do, like closing the gun hole loophole, where you could buy a gun. I could go buy a gun at a gun show. Mm-hmm. No one knows I have the gun. I have no paperwork. No one has to ever know. So, from what I understand, that's not the case. But I could I mean, you can have paperwork, but yeah. like it depends also state to state. But a lot of states, you don't have to register the gun then. I, yeah, I do, I do know that's a state to state thing. Which yeah, I, man, okay. People, but, people on the right are gonna hate me for this, but that is a major problem i think in the united states this whole like this state has this thing and this state has this thing and this state it's like i get it like the states should have some sovereignty but i think that there are certain issues that should be exempt from that and i think gun laws should be one of those things you should not have gun laws that are different in South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Like exactly. it's like they should be the same across. And the then you see the problem that you have in Chicago, where the gun laws in Illinois are super strict. All the states around it are super lax, so they just go buy guns in the other states and bring them. Yeah, over. and I'm just like, like guys, that's not like, helping. This is, is, is that's uh, yeah. I, there there are other issues like that, but I think guns is definitely one of those yeah. things where it's like it's like guns, healthcare, like that type of thing. Yeah, that this stuff is, shouldn't be different in different states. Things that's where it really matters, life and death decisions right. should not just be a hodgepodge of laws. <laughs> we can have some uh, consistency. God, I don't know. You guys, the states can keep education. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's, for the most part, I mean, Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, nah, they're they, about to die anyway. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because, like, so many people moved there. So many people did. Yeah. They, they, they moved there and they're like, yes, awesome. And then, like, fucking weather was like, all right, fuck you guys. I, like, I, it's I, just I, like, I did feel like a tinge of Sean Freud about that. Yeah. When I saw, I was there like, was an article about uh, Elon Musk saying, like, <laughs> I'm so mad my factory or something like my factory don't have power. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah like, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, really? Yeah, you, 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 you went there. That's, that's where you, you were in a state where that's not a problem. Like, you, well, like, I mean, well, California has its own problems yeah. with power. Grid. I mean, the whole country's power yeah, grid's a shit great. show. Yeah. I mean, it was built 50, 60 years ago to last 50 years. Yeah. So <laughs> this we're is going to continue happening. Man. Um, I don't, not to go super, um, I don't know if you have stuff. You said you you mentioned you had like uh, some points or some stuff that you wanted to bring up. Or yeah, like, I mean this has been good so far. Okay, good, so, good, good. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. I I one of the things that I always am concerned about now, that especially when I'm like watching back like episodes now, I'm like, oh man, I never let that person get to that thing or like yeah. whatever. So, um, I mean it's a fun. It's well, it's a fun one. Yeah. Highly quotation, but yeah. <laughs> we, we can get into some fun fun Dude, stuff. I so. Yeah, I, I'm down to get into like very. I like talk. I like talking about things that are very difficult to talk about. If that makes any sense. Okay. So, so I came here mm-hmm. to talk about fascism. Okay. Fun, nice fun, nice fun one. Nice fun Sunday topic. Fun fascism. That's what it is. That fun, that'll, that'll get quoted. Fun day fascism. <laughs> fun day. <laughs> Monday. Monday. Fun day. The old FF. Yeah. So, because like events like the six like mm-hmm. show that there's a huge fascist movement in the u.s i guess so before we get too super deep sure let's describe fascism or or define fascism i should say first because i will say that my i understanding of it has shifted over the time so it makes sense if we that i have a little something on if we want to go through a little bit we can um we also i have 
like this thing here, and I can always pull up like different shit. So if you have if you have something that you, I'm just gonna do this. It's it's a long essay that's like I think is the best one. I'm okay. not gonna go through the whole essay. Sure. We're just gonna do some quick bullet points. Here. All right, let's hit it. It's called Urfashim. Or fascism okay. by Umberto Eco. Okay, that name sounds super familiar. He was an Italian who lived under fascism in Italy. Uh huh. So probably knows a little bit about fascism. Hmm. During Mussolini's reign, actually wrote an essay that won like an award nationwide. I feel like I've heard about him in like some uh, philosophy research that I've been doing. That name, I don't know. Maybe I. He's like one of the first like people to like try to define and go through fascism. Okay. Huh. So. He would, like, wrote an essay as a child, like, just want to give him a little backstory, that, like, won a nationwide contest about why a children sh- a child should be willing to die for the nation. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> but then, after Italy fell, he started, like, looking back and being like, no, this was wrong. This is why it was wrong. And then... Good. You're good. Okay. So, like, there's, like, some some parts of it. There's There's 14 things that he says define fascism but a fascism fascist regime does not necessarily have to have all 14 because like we can see that like italy spain germany japan were all fascist regimes in the 30s and 40s they were very different from each other and how they got there and the reasons why so like the first one is a focus on traditionalism okay which is like hiking holding back to like the the better days that used to exist yeah so we like saw this in um like the trump campaign with make america great going harking back to an era where but we didn't really but like that's like a loose example i don't think trump's a full fascist i think Mm -hmm. he was a wannabe yeah but i think he was a wannabe about a lot of different things i I think i I think he just wanted the position he did he wants he's a person that just wants to win doesn't give a shit oh like yeah edgar wrote the name of the roses pleasure Bunce books on philosophy. Okay, that's probably why I've, I've heard that name. Awesome. Okay, cool. yeah. So awesome. Who was that? Dork of Night. Dork of Night. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So because of the second point would be then a rejection of modernity. Okay. Because if you're trying to hold traditional values, back, you yeah. can't. Yeah, you right. can't go back and forth. Yeah, you know, makes sense. Um. The next is action for action's sake. Okay. Whether so, a lot of fascist street regimes had things had street fighting groups: the brown shirts, the black shirts. The blue shirts, depending on the country. Okay. So, and they would literally beat up opposing viewpoints in the street. Interesting. The uh, SS came actually out of one of these groups. Right. The SA, I think, came out of one yeah. of these groups. I remember reading about that. Yeah. I, I think it was brown, maybe? Brown, brown shirts is uh, Germany, I believe. Uh, black sh- Or maybe brown shirts is Italy. Black shirts, either. It was, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think England had blue shirts with uh, Oswald Mosley at mm-hmm. the same time, who was uh, an English uh, politician who was trying to raise a fascist regime in the 30s. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, any disagreement is treason. Okay. Because that's a, that's that's a bad ideal, but I okay. Mean, absolutely. Like, but tied to that is disagreement. The reason that oh, branches is German. Okay. The reason for that is disagreement comes from diversity, right? And fascism can't have diversity because diversity allows for different opinions, different views. Right. You need a centralized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually, they come from an appeal to the middle class. Okay. So. A lot of like they'll like try to frame themselves as like a workers' movement and all, but it'll mostly be like filled with like art, art in earlier times artisans yeah. that type of thing. I mean, look at North Korea. Like, I mean, I, North Korea is not fascist; they're authoritarian, but yeah. they're like a fat. They're they're, they're like they're an authoritarian left regime, I'd say, because it's built off like 
it, it's communism with like ju the Jewish idea is like built off communism, but it's built in an authoritarian dictatorship now. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, there's like an obsession with outsiders and fascism. So like we see this in Germany, obviously, right. with multiple ways. We see this in the QAnon movement with like, you know, I mean, they say the same similar things that <laughs> about Nazis yeah. that they said about Democrats even. Yeah. So like, <laughs> um, take take that tweet, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, shif a shifting of the rhetorical focus. So less like you can't really argue with fascism because they'll change what the argument always is and they'll just keep turning it okay if that kind of makes sense so you it does what, what i'm concerned about is i'm 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 hearing things so far two things that are somewhat similar to the way that i discuss politics okay so it's just I, I'm, I'm i'm finding like some parallels i guess if that makes any sense we're almost through let's knock it through the list and then let's go through the ones you feel like and then we can okay because, like, obviously, like, we can all, like, hold some views that might be held in fascist ideology. Right. But just because you hold a view, like, that doesn't mean you're a fascist. Right, either. right, right. He's like, damn it. I was like, damn it, Joe's a fascist. I almost, tried, I almost got him. Yeah, I'm not going to come no, to the <laughs> slam. Slam, no. You I, <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to do that. No. Um, so, sorry, I, can you go back, not the full explanation, but, like, the quick bullet points again? Yeah, sure. So... We got traditionalism, mm -hmm. rejective modernity, mm -hmm. action for action's sake. Okay. A disagreement is treason. Treason. Okay. Disagreement is di diversity. Disagreement is diversity. Okay. Yes. No. All right. Uh, appeal to the middle class. Okay. Um, obsession with outsiders. Okay. So I think that was the last one that we got to so far, yes. right? Okay. Oh no, we got to a shifting of rhetorical focus, but. Okay, no, no, that, that sure. was that was big too. So, so for me, I I tend, I, and I'm, this may be a different definition of like appealing to the middle class. Yeah. Like, I most of the stances and um, I guess ideas that I champion or I talk about mm -hmm. tend to like start there. Like, I understand that both, like, um, extremes on that line mm -hmm. exist. Like, you're going to have the, the the wealthy. You're going to have the poor. But I feel like it makes more sense to make things that start from the middle and then uh, wave out, if that makes any sense. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, so, like... I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But how does that affect, like, the where we're at in America where there's like a widening wealth gap and the middle class is almost obliterated. What do you mean by obliterated? The middle class is at one of its smallest points it has been in decades. Right. So like if, if you were looking at this, it's it's more like a bell where there's more people in poverty, yeah. there's more wealthy people, but there's no one in the middle. Right. Okay. So well, it's not, it's, it's not even like it's a bell. It's there's a lot of people that are poor. There's not a ton of people really that are rich and there's, it's a steep curve down at this point in America. The wealth distribution in this country is it's, just out It's of really bad. I mean, you p people worth hundreds of billions of dollars, like, come on. Yeah. I. It's hard for me to, to tell a person who's done a lot of things to... So it's hard for me to tell someone who's, like, worked for a business. Like, I, I take... um, What's that guy? Uh... GT Dave, I think is the dude. He's, like, the guy that, like really popularized kombucha 
um, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a guy who's like genuinely done like a lot of hard work and done it very responsibly. Yeah. And he's one of those top high percenters. I like it's it's one of those things. It's like how is how can I tell this guy you have a like a obligation to not be that or to be less of that? I mean, I think there's a certain point. There's a moral obligation to be like I have enough money where I can never spend all this money. I could never use all this money, and I'm willing and I'm willing to have all this money and look at the world and say there are how many millions of people that starve every year. Sure, that, like. There's a moral obligation to, to people around you. And yes, you might have made millions, billions. Sure. I, I don't, I'm not even talking really about millionaires. Like, sure, you can have a couple, you can have hundreds of millions, whatever. When you get to billions, yeah. that's just absurd. I think that is that is that is a a huge like difference between a like even a multimillionaire and a billionaire. I, yeah. I agree. It's just like do you who do you, I guess who do you have an obligation more to those people or your family or like like your future generations like it's like I I understand the, the, my issue with that is then it is not the fact that they would choose then to harbor all that money and then it kind of trickles throughout their generations because what ends up happening is you have people like Trump who like they don't they didn't start off in the same race that everyone else did and now they're super far ahead. The issue I have is those people who are like Donald, where they get a thing, like they get a a, a, a head start. Yeah. The problem isn't the head start. The problem is the mindset of somebody not recognizing that they had that. Like I I agree with you. They 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 should they like it. It should be normal. And ex- like ex- accepted, or I wouldn't say expected is a hard thing, but like it should be normal that those people donate more, or like that money is is used to help others. But I don't want it to be mandated. That's where it, where it gets like the line for me. Like it's like I, I who who am I to tell you what to do with your what you've earned? But like in a lot of these ways, it's not necessarily like did Elon Musk work. X amount times sure. harder than you and me to make what 180 billion? Maybe not. I, I uh, definitely maybe definitely not. I don't, I don't know. But like I, I've never I've not done any research into like how he came into his wealth. Oh, to be uh, with you, so. I, I, can, I can give you okay. a quick little rundown. Um, his father owned an apartheid emerald mine in South Africa. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, he literally went to school with emeralds in his shoes. Nice. In college. And then ended up becoming a. I think he started uh, PayPal, and then sold, sold that, that yeah. and then bought into Tesla, bought out the original two owners, and then claimed himself as the founder. I remember. I remember seeing something about like the other two owners of Tesla. I was like, "Huh, I've never heard that there were other two owners of Tesla." And I, I'd, I'd, I'd never dug into it any further than that. But that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, so he came from a place of essentially of white supremacy. Apartheid Emerald Mine in South Africa is not going to be a good, pl- a good egalitarian place. Yeah. So that's where his starting money is from. Okay. He's now 180 billion dollars. His entire life has been made off profits of other people. At what point does it become you need to give some of this back to the world? You're worth more than some countries. Mm. You need to help people. And like, 
I'm sure people will say, well, he's getting us to space or he's like doing like that type of research, but that's not him. It's his money. Sure. But like, those are vanity projects. Yeah. That's not helping the, the people who are dying out there. No. Yeah. I mean, things, things like Tesla, I, I kind of go cool dude. Like this is at least some sort of step towards like helping emissions and whatnot. Like, all right, fine. Like, I'm, I'm. It's very easy for me to see that and go. This makes sense. As I can see, I can see good coming from this. Yeah. Um, SpaceX. I don't. I don't yeah. <laughs> like, and then there's of like, course problems with like Tesla, like where they go, like how they're getting the, their ingredients. Yeah, right? like, the, like I know there's some issues with um, the batteries and whatnot, but like, I, I almost I, I'm curious as to. I, I guess I'm noticing a pattern in the way I'm thinking. It's like. I'm curious as to whether or not that's a legitimate concern, but I haven't done the research to figure that out yet. So, yeah. I mean, when he's saying things like in response to the coup in Bolivia, we'll coup where we want to because Olivia, Bolivia has the largest supply of cobalt in the world, which is needed to make Tesla yeah. batteries. That's a little questionable. Like that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not good. It's definitely not a good look. Yeah. If yeah. at the very least, especially. But. Since he's from South Africa, saying yeah, America yeah. should, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's also there's a whole yeah. mess of issues there. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get too far off from like um, fascism. I just, do you think that at a certain point of wealth and power that that just happens innately? Do you think that's like a human nature thing, or like once you amass enough influence and power, you're bound to make, like you're bound to lose sight of like a moral importance of like towards humanity or something of that nature yes. 100% I mean we hmm. see this in other cultures ancient cultures where they thought that like pride was dangerous pride and pa- too much power was dangerous like in ancient Rome they had these things called triumphs for where if you did a giant batter, batter, uh, battle or won mm-hmm. a war you would be caroled through Rome all day told be told you're amazing you're the hero the savior of rome but they always had a person behind them every single day going or that day going this is your best day ever you're gonna die after today and no one will remember you because they knew that much power was corruptible Hmm. and we saw that because eventually who ended up having a bunch of triumphs and taking over julius caesar yeah (laughs) (laughs) he had multiple triumphs which was unheard of Mm. but to his head and he crossed the Rubicon and destroyed the Republic. Yeah. Power is dangerous. And I think as a society, and it's, I think it might just be a fault of capitalism, we've forgotten that. Mm-hmm. That power is dangerous, and we just celebrate people who have collected and hoarded power and wealth. I, I definitely think it's it's dangerous to celebrate those people. I think that's... It's, it's one of those things that... When I see things like Bill Gates and like those... It's like... Celebrating, I wouldn't. I wouldn't classify that as what how I see them. It's more of like, yeah, okay, man, you got a lot of money. That's okay. that's great. Let's look at your track record of like what that money has done. Has sure. it has it been a net good or a net like loss? Like, and Bill Gates is like a questionable story there. Like, obviously, he saved millions yeah. of lives in Africa. Yeah, Mil- like that work is untouchable. Sure. The fact that somehow, while donating all these billions, his wealth has only gone up over the same time, <laughs> yeah. that's a little questionable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, how are you donating, you know, you said you're doing half your wealth and your wealth has doubled. Yeah. Like, how? 
I, I think the way that, not to say that these people aren't wealthy and that we're doing it wrong, but I think that the way that we calculate wealth might need to take a second look. Because, yeah. like, it seems as though, like, like, how many times have people heard about, like, companies that are like, um, oh, cool, we, we broke even this year. Like, yep, we, we definitely did. We don't own that charity at all. We have no, no. ties to that whatsoever. But, yes, we, we like, you see, like, it's like those kind of things always come up, and I'm just like, well, if we keep doing this or, like, we keep seeing examples of this, why are we not, like, stopping this from happening? I mean, in our current uh, economic system, our, the way banks are even built just oh, generate dude. wealth just by existing. Yeah. Just, like, you give a bank, like, ten thousand dollars they just only have to keep like a thousand of that and they can loan out the rest <laughs> but now there's nineteen thousand dollars out in the world yeah that, that's, that's just a yeah, simple idea yeah. like that's a simple easy thing that shows like the power of our own system to make money out of nothing that is that's not good mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know I, I don't know if you want to continue yeah we'll, 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 there's only a couple more so let's, okay let's yeah, get through let's get through this so we're on shifting of rhetorical focus right um pacifism is trafficking with an enemy or with the enemy. Okay. Which makes sense yep. with action for action right. saying you, right. can't, be a you can't be a pacifist. Exactly. Uh, popular elitism. Okay. Where, That's yeah. kind of like what we were talking about before. Exactly. Um, hero worship even into death. Where where, yeah, where you want to... It was like one, like in Germany, for example. One of the most important things for Germans was to die in battle. To die for the fatherland. Right. That type of idea, where right. and those people were honored among honors. Yeah. Like, yes, obviously we have like a cemetery here, but we're not like posting pictures of them everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's the glory in battle, the glory, the glory of, the, of death. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's why the SS troops had you know skulls on their hats, yeah, to glorify They're, death. Yeah. Um, three more. Um, machismoism. So focus on masculinity to a point where it's the only like one of the only sure. ideals. Um. Pretty self-explanatory in that yeah. one. Um, selective populism. So where you do things for the greater good, but only your greater good. So okay. like you choose your group and that's what gets tr- like ben- benefits. Yeah, and everyone no one else, else gets yeah. prosecuted. Or- <laughs> yeah. And the last one is a nice one from, this was also used by, um, what's his name? Guy who wrote, like on his name, Orwell. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love Gabe's face was just like I don't know. Yeah, hey, I, I would have got. Hey, George, I know George. He said something <laughs> yeah. instead of getting. I would be like, well, the George, the we George. I, I couldn't think of a book, but I got his name yeah. first. <laughs> um, uh, Newspeak, the idea of um, words having like double meanings or words saying one thing but meaning a totally different idea. Okay, like over the great the gate of Auschwitz, like work shall set you free. Okay. When there was no, no more amount of work yeah, that would set you free. Nothing like that type of yeah. ideal. Okay, okay. So those are like the 14 things that Umberto Eco at least said. Okay. I don't think necessarily all of them are bad. Like appealing to the middle class, it's 100% fine track tactic. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't like saying that something that I do is a good tactic. <laughs> like just because yeah. it's like, yeah, of course I would say that, you know, but like, I don't know. Well, I think it's different between like people and politicians. Like we're sure. not a politician. So, of course, we should try to appeal to middle class, lower class, upper class, just, like, just make friends and make right. acquaintances and all. But as a political message, obviously, applying to a middle class or a perceived middle class is a powerful motivator. That's true. I mean, I, I just, 
don't know. I, I guess like when I when I hear when I hear when I heard the word fascism, I what appears in my head is is like bits and pieces of that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if is it possible to not encompass all of those things and still absolutely. Yeah, so uh, like um, Umberto Eco put it like this way. Like this, the first fascist country was A B C. The second fascist country was B C D. The third one was C uh, C D E. A and or the first one and the third one are still fascists. They still have some shared traits, but looking from the outside, they are different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I mentioned at the beginning, like it, there's a lot of arguments for like uh, well, there's not arguments. Like it's obvious that Italy and Germany were fascists in World War Two. There's arguments that Japan was. There's arguments for Spain was. And I, I'd like to say all four of those were fascist yeah. regimes. But if you look at them... They're different. Very different. They're structured and differently, they, too. Because fascism takes on the inherent characteristics, I feel like, of the country it's in. That makes sense, yeah. So, like, in Spain, we saw fascism that was still tied to the Catholic Church. And um, or in Italy, we saw fascism that was tied to a king still. It, same with in hmm. uh, Japan, we had the emperor, but in Germany, obviously, it was just the man of one man being Germany. It was Hitler. Yeah. But I feel like for American fascism, we see... That's a, what I was about to ask you, like, how that, like, correlating that back into, like, I, the United States. I, I think fascism in America comes from two areas. It comes from white supremacy, and it comes from evangelicalism. Radical evangelicalism. Interesting. Okay. Because, like, we see a lot of the crush, the crypto-fascist types in America. And that started with, like, someone like Father Coughlin in, back in the 30s who was a huge radio preacher. Yeah. Sending out fascist news and fascist sermons on the radio. Like, these things have been married. And it's horrifying to say, but it kind of is how we have our religion in this country. Yeah. I mean, it's the... I know people use this uh, example all the time, but like it is on our money, and it's it's not. And some people are like, "Oh, it's just a generic god." I'm like, "No, I think we all know like where like what religion is tied to that." And yeah, absolutely. Though I think I think that might was that like part of the like 50s adding God to everything pledge. Yeah. So that's like just the go it's, against yeah. communism. Yeah, I. It's just. I, I I don't think that makes any sense. I've been very outspoken about on my views when it comes to religion and uh, laws and states and whatever. I that that which is funny enough. That's never the thing that people are upset with me about. Which I think that's wild to me. I'm like, all right, cool, fine. Maybe maybe more people are thinking that way than I thought. But I mean, I have no problems with religion until you start weaponizing it. Sure. And yeah. I feel like a lot of evangelicals have. Yeah, I mean, I my issue with it is that, and I think that weaponizing can extend to um, financial and economic like hurt or harm that's being done to the people around. Oh, absolutely. So it's just like I, th- that's, and to me that that is like vile. Like yeah. I hate that. Like more than anything, but. I mean, prosperity gospel in America is probably one of the worst religious it, developments in world history. It's it's so it's 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 gross to watch. <laughs> like it, it's just the exact opposite of yeah, everything in yeah, the Bible. It's just like God, man. But <laughs> um, yeah, I guess more more on like 
fascism in America? Like, do you think, where do you think, if you had to point out one central area for people to like, or the most important thing for us to fix or pay attention to when it comes to that, like where, where would one find that? Is that, I I think that's partially why I want to be here is I think we need to inform people of the nature of American fascism. Mm. I think a lot of people have views that it can't happen here. Nothing like that could ever happen here, especially before the six. A lot of people had views like that, but these things have happened here and they can can continue to happen here unless people are aware and we know because fascism fascism doesn't require a majority it requires people to be complicit and to go along with it the last election before before germany had elect stop having elections mm-hmm. the nazi party only got like 30 something percent of the vote. yeah they didn't need the majority yeah. <laughs> they just needed an in to get into power so the more people think about it and the more people realize that there are problems with the american system as we have and what's actually happening because i feel like a lot of people looking be like look at like the QAnon stuff and it's like well where'd this come from this doesn't make any sense but these things have deep roots in american history and deep deep into just all of us so i guess this is the part where i ask you the impossible question of how do you fix that like i don't know okay (laughs) i mean there's 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 no fixing yeah yeah. that my the, the simple answer is there's i don't know the harder answer is I think fascism is a part of late stage capitalism and it stay it comes about in capitalist societies where people are feeling isolated and left out. Yeah. So either we need to find a way to reach out to those people or we need to figure out to solve the capitalist system we have. I thought about that. Like cap- capitalism is one of those things that's like it's very hard to remove from society without also Unless you have some way of like building a safety blanket for all the people that it's going to uproot. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, that's that's the same in any political system uprising, yeah. right? It's someone is going to get left. Unfortunately, I'm not saying like immediately like tomorrow we should be the USSR or right. anything, but there's obviously steps we could start doing to help helping people to make them feel like they're still part of this country. Like how much of Trump's rhetoric was I'm speaking for the people who don't have voices in this country. And what he speak about, yeah, locking up his opponents, yeah. and how he's been robbed, cheated, stolen. Everyone's fi- everyone's weak. Or sh- it sucks that like that was where that went because I think that th- that ideal is not just valid but also like good. Like there are a lot of people that seem to get like steamrolled or looked over or bypassed when it, in, in in not just our political system but like. In all kinds of in the world, yeah, in yeah. the world, and so like giving those people a voice somehow or representing them, I think that's great. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. The issue comes when like, because like I can think of uh, like people who were on the Republican in the Republican Party or would classify themselves as conservatives, and like they're not, they don't, they don't want to lock up people. They they just want a life that I guess is very different than something that's closer to like socialism. Like they want that feeling of like earning their way. Um, But you still had that under communist regimes. Like people still, a lot of people still felt like their jobs were meaningful because they know they weren't like making a wasteful product or something. Sure. Or like they knew that they're, they knew because of the central planning, you could see like where your work was going. Right. But in American system, like how many people like, 
all of us kind of have like jobs. It feels like sometimes where I don't know what, what I'm doing is actually benefiting society sure. in any way, you know? Yeah. So it, I don't know necessarily my job feels worth it every day. Yeah. But I'm in a capitalist system. Like I, so I, for what I do, I, the way I think of it is not necessarily this. Well, okay, cool. We, we I've, I've done my best to like not, uh, tie the two, but it's fine. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not like trying. No, to, no, no, like, no, no. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not. The, the reason, the only reason I said that is just because, like, it's very roles, so. yeah. It's very easy for someone to figure out like what I do, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but essentially, I look at it as it is a service to people who who need that thing. Escape. Yeah. Like it, it's like allowing someone to to have a thing because I guess I've been in the situation where like you I didn't have that thing like I didn't have that escape and you think for a while like oh, okay I'm I'm better or I'm I'm stronger because I'm able to take life at face and like I'll tank it and like go through it or whatever that's bad yeah. <laughs> it's very very bad so like. I think I look at what I do as it, it is an overall good. Are there things about it that like aren't? Sure. I think like if you want to get to the like if you want to get very fine tuned and very like m- like a microscope there like you there the way that those things are produced, um, how they're distributed, um, the secondhand market on those things like these things are bad. But and that might just be because of. Are different positions just sure. like where i'm at my position yeah that's f- a, a small a non-small part about it is trying to get people the best way i can yeah. make the most possible yeah. profit for that's company. fair that's fair yeah that is not a job that's yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah I, that's fair but it is helping people in some ways because like sometimes it's just like oh i just i had a medical bill come up and yeah and that comes up and those the stories break my heart yeah and I, it sucks like I, I hear those as well and like yeah it, but i gotta do my job yeah but I don't necessarily think being in a capitalist system versus being in a communist system or socialist system or anything necessarily makes a job more or less meaningful. I think it's what the people around you and the people above you put into it. I also think it's it has a lot to do with your perspective on that job too. Like yeah. two people can do the exact same job and one person can feel like it's meaningful and the other person cannot. Yeah, sure. So. I mean, like, I guess that's what I'm just like saying. Like it depends on the people around you also. Yeah. And I guess, of course, person to person. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it it just depends. It's person to person, but I don't think in one system necessarily adds or removes work value. I guess I, is one more what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, as 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 long as I this is, I guess as long as the person has agency over what they do or or because like at the end of the day, if if our jobs suck so much to the point that like it. it it negatively impacts your day to day. I've I've never worked a job. Um, well, no, that's not true. I almost said <laughs> I almost said I've never worked a job where like that was the case. But the moment I felt that that was the case, I left that job immediately. Um, I, I I'll I'll talk about that job. I don't want to give a shit. I don't care anything. I, it's a bank. I don't, Chase. It's fine. Like the, <laughs> if I can. Well, but, as we said, exactly. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. They'll be fine. Yeah. Like, they didn't. Yeah. But um. But I feel like that's like. I feel like that's almost like a point of privilege because not necessarily everyone has that ability. You sure, know? I like there are moments in time where I 
didn't. I wasn't able to do that. And yeah. when I and when I did that, it wasn't a good time. Like yeah. I, I'd worked there for a year. I made a lot of money, but at a certain point, I kind of had to go. Okay, I, I, I'm not just not happy doing this. Like this is negatively impacting my life. Like yeah. it's negatively impacting my psyche. So I, I left. And and the it wasn't it wasn't like I left because I was like I got plenty of money, dude. I can fucking relax, yeah. chill. Dude. But it, yeah, I you wanted better for yourself. Yeah, but, but like yeah, there's like parts of America where like there's nowhere to work really except That's like true. a few big, big chain stores. Yeah, you can or like a meatpacking plant or something. Yeah. those people aren't going to be able to necessarily feel like they have agency to go anywhere else. The the other thing I would say, and this is getting very very microscopic, but like, um. One of the things that helps me deal with the the side of things and the acknowledgement that yes, there are some things about the job that I even I, that I currently do that aren't exactly fulfilling or mm. whatever is this, yeah, like doing things outside of it that are. Yeah. So I, I you have to make your own worth in life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But your job shouldn't necessarily take away from your. Bed. It should. It, it, it shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah, but I it shouldn't. But I also acknowledge the fact that. We don't have control over that, like, as human beings. Like, right. there are certain situations that are just going to happen where you're going to have to do things that suck. Yeah. And sometimes that ends up being a job. And that's it really sucks because that's something that now you're dependent on to be able to do anything else. Yeah. So I, I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm not excusing it. It's just one of those things where it's just like, I think that that is inevitable. But also, like, how much would, like, a lot of jobs suck less if, like, the wage was higher? Like I don't, stuff like that like if you know i don't i don't think that that like so i i do i do think that like minimum wage is in a place where it's, it shouldn't be but i also don't think that that is a solution to making a job um feel fulfilling i i, I can tell you this i've had i've had jobs where i've lost up to 20 percent of my pay mm. and that changed my value my worth at and feeling at the job drastically i like, yeah. Okay. So obvious. So I feel like at a certain point, the reverse is also probably true. If you give someone more for doing their job, they're gonna feel like they're worth more. Sure. I. The the only reason I disagree with this is because I I have purposefully taken taken pay cuts to do a job that is better for my mental health. If that makes sure. sense. Like absolutely. So like I I. I I understand, like, because I'll, I'll use GameStop as an example. Like, when I first started that job, it was literally just like, hey, I'm in college. I want to make some money because I want to buy shit. Yeah. Um, but oh, I got attached to that company. I got attached to that job, and I began to identify, like, part of myself was identified with, I'm a game advisor. I'm a game advisor. I'm a lead. I'm an assistant manager. I'm a manager now. Like, it's like those things became like how I would describe myself. And eventually, and this is getting to the like, I'm enlightened kind of thing, yeah. but that's, I'm not saying that, but it's just like, eventually I got to the point where I was like, this is not me. Like this it's is like- It's a facet, but it, it's not all. Yeah, like I, I, I don't even call it, like I kind of go like for jobs like that, and I've, I've done jobs like that for a long time. I don't even go into, I, I don't go into like almost a state of like, all right, I'm here, I've got to do my thing. But it's not, it's it's the thing that I use to fuel the thing I give a shit about. Sure. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess also, again, raising minimum wage would help more people have that opportunity to do that. 
True. Yes. I, that, that, I, yeah, 100%. That, not everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. A lot of people are working full-time positions and aren't making enough really to keep lights on and all. Yeah. Like, in the state of Florida, you can't have a single-bedroom apartment on a base on a salary. Dude, you can't even get, like... I've, I've been trying to find, like, a two-and-two two for so long. Like, mm-hmm. just, a, like, a house. It's insane. And we just keep seeing... <laughs> but what, absurd. But what do we keep seeing go up is high-end luxury housing yeah, that... I'm like, what? I, you're, I never made connect that, too, until you just said that. That's yeah. 100... That's so annoying. Like, it's... Holy shit. I, 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 like, I've seen it, like... Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, yeah. You're not helping those people out at all. And then that goes back to our earlier point of how much money do you have before you need to help people. Sure. If yeah. you are a developer and you're making multi-million dollar, like, houses or anything for people... When we already have more houses than people in this country, what are you doing? Yeah. Build houses or build some form of living that people who don't have stable income or are on lower income can get into. Yeah. Like, help people get up. Like, yeah. if Elon Musk went out there and took $100 billion and bought $100 billion worth of houses and gave it to needy families around the world or whatever, that would be one of the best acts of humanity in history. And he would not notice. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. Yeah. He would not notice that amount of money drop. Man, I so one of the I guess complications in, of, of our society um, is the uh, what? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna hold that thought. I, I, I saw something in the chat. And I want to. Um, someone I can't see the name. Shy Peach, GG. Yep. Um, I feel that I dropped a full time position to get a part time one at a company that was like my dream company at the time. Full time position was taking toll on my mental health. Also, luxury apartments are a curse. They definitely are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I always think about the the Oprah thing with mm-hmm. the cars and how many people got fucked over with that because of the taxes. Because of the taxes, I'm yeah. like, it's it's difficult to just do something like that unless the system is is ch- changed or adjusted in a way so that someone can do something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, because what happens if Elon was like. All right, we did it. We, we let's let's take a hundred billion dollars and do that. How many of those people are then going to be screwed over by like insurance, like homeowners insurance? Like, there's so many things that they they sure. have to have that they are not going to be able to like do. But that also might require more steps on his part too, like to actually get the. Maybe it's the difference of not necessarily just giving them, but giving them the tools. Sure. And right now, people in America don't have the tools. But, like, a good way to, like, get people off the street is let them have a house. Not saying this is, maybe not necessarily buy houses for people. Mm-hmm. Buy houses and get let people use them to get, like, off the street. Something like that. And then he can use probably tax loops to make infinite more money. But at least then his money's going to something. That's fair. I know there's, like, um, things like halfway houses and sure. things of that nature. Like, I, I yeah, like, I... I think taking something like that formula and expanding it, um, I guess I wonder because other other countries have done stuff like that, like 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 what kind of what what like what giving people houses. I think Finland did it like last year or something, mm. or like two years ago, and it just almost none of them went back down the street because like having a place to live just lets you have a place and like. On like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, what's the bottom one? Yeah, <laughs> place. <The> place. <laughs> so obviously, like some, it's very hard for someone to go like from street poor to having a successful life just because they just don't have a place. 
and something and like halfway house it's a halfway but like it's not yeah. it's not really and a lot of them are underfunded yeah i that's that's something i think um uh where i i lose all of my conservative like people <laughs> that might listen to me uh is I, I'm okay with more taxes. Oh, absolutely. They have to. It, like, and the, the only reason I am is because of stuff like that. It's like th- that money isn't going to magically come out of the sky. I At this point, I don't think we can expect that someone like Elon will ever do anything like that. So if you want to enact change in those people's lives, if you if you genuinely are like saying, like, I, I don't like the fact that these people are homeless. You gotta put your money where your mouth is, exactly. and that's where that is—is is in taxes. So, and, like, we see so many neighborhoods in like San Francisco and all who refuse yeah. to put up low-income housing, just be- and then they have a huge homeless pro- population. Like, you gotta, like, you have to do something. Like, do you, you either a have to do something, or b you don't care. And I'll say either either position is fine. That's all right. Gabe getting all the shots yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, but. That's just that's what you got to do. Like, I, in my hum, like humble opinion, I think that in that one case, I know a lot of people like talk about like, oh, well, like if we didn't pay taxes, like who would pay the roads and stuff? I don't give a shit about that. I care about like the effect that those kind of like programs and systems that are put in place to help people, like people, like you were saying, like get them off of like sleeping under a bridge. Like, I mean, like under Eisenhower, the top marginal tax weight rate was 90 percent mm-hmm. eisenhower by no means could anyone ever call him a liberal yeah <laughs> <laughs> um an arch conservative truly and it went down gradually over the years until it got a slashed by the reagan administration and then since then the government has had multiple funding issues we haven't and we just keep spending more and more on the military Damn. whereas opposed where you could take some of that money and just do things to help people i wonder i wonder if that's even possible for that to happen now I kind of f- fear that it can't. The, the raising the tax rate or yeah. taking money from the military, either right. or. Yeah. I feel like the military is actually more more uh, realistic. Like that that, but it's, like raising ridiculous how like, much we spend. Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like it's it's I can foresee a future where that is a bill that gets passed, like and they start adjusting. Like, but I don't know if I can if I'll ever if I can see. A future where like people are okay with like more people are okay with paying more to help people that they don't see i mean we were fine with it for decades but people have gotten used to this now that's true but just because something people are used to something doesn't mean it can't change we've had much more drastic changes in america than the tax rate going up I guess. And like, a lot of Americans are, especially middle Americans, are about to see their taxes start going up in the next few years because the Trump tax cuts are ending on the middle class. Yep. So why are we okay for upper class people paying such a low tax rate but not lower middle class? Like, I'm sh- obviously the tax burden, higher classes pay a higher percentage of the tax burden. Right. To some extent. But when it's, you're paying, you know, mil- when you're paying, you know, X amount of money or whatever, but it's only like twenty percent of your income. For someone who's at a lower tax bracket, it's also paying the same like twenty-ish percent. It matters to them a lot more. Yeah, that's yeah. It the, the the percentage of what that money means is different. Yeah. yeah, which is like my problem with like a flat tax, which has yeah. been pushed forever. Yeah, 
it has it has to be a percentage thing. I don't understand why that anyone would even like. Well, I understand why somebody would want to push something like that, but I think it's 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 all, it's very disingenuous for someone to be like, "Hey, this is a good solution." It's like, "Nah, dude, we we get it. Like, we see what you're trying to do here." It's not like rich people throughout history haven't built things for the world around them and sure. all. Sure, but the world we're at now is just they're just not willing. Yeah, or they're willing to do vanity projects like SpaceX when we really need new roads, new electrical grid. You know, hmm. I would be fine, I guess, if those vanity projects generated money for smaller, like actual projects. I would I prefer that the, the vanity project didn't exist and like they just spent more money. Yes, yeah, sure. But at the same time, like if somebody has the ability to do something that they a want to do, b isn't well, I won't, isn't. In, uh, directly harming someone like I, I kind of don't want to stop them from doing that but also at the same time just like man wouldn't it be so much better if you did this well, well I'll, I'll use SpaceX for like a really good sure. example of like a problem with this idea of like letting the government like not letting cor- corporations do it as opposed we had NASA mm-hmm. NASA was solid had mm-hmm. a couple rocket explosions Yep. but you know 60 years got to the moon Cool shit. Yeah. Just got to Mars last week. Cool awesome. shit. Yeah. <laughs> we drastically cut their funding for years until they couldn't really launch rockets anymore. Now we still have NASA, but they do much smaller missions. But we, the federal government still subsidizes SpaceX to launch rockets. That don't work. That don't, that, that blow up. That explode. That blow. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, obviously rockets in America are like a weird, long story yeah. that have a weird nazi start yeah but (laughs) a lot of things in america tend to unfortunately but it how is that helping like how's that helping anyone except elon musk like it it would help other people i guess if it wasn't solely tied to elon which it, it seems like i know there was like a i heard or read something about him working with nasa for something yeah. that has to do with like the space station he, he works with them yeah but because you're having to go through a corporate entity as opposed to a government entity there's going to be a desire to make profit usually above right. progress where nasa was a lot of progress which is why a lot of those patents were given out and made billions for other companies I, I don't I may maybe this is maybe the ignorance of me I don't under I don't see where the profit comes from something like SpaceX profit comes because eventually Elon Musk sounds like wants to colonize and because colonizing is always easy to make profit in I guess I but that's so far away like he has billions of dollars in time he's only in like he his, what fifties he doesn't have that much time he's younger than that oh I don't is he I really don't, I don't know is Elon Musk in his fifties find out boys. Oh no! I lost my mouse. Never mind. Can't find out. I hate everything. Can we there take a is. quick break, real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's cool. take a quick break. Yeah, I need, yeah. I need a restroom real quick. This is uh, yeah. We'll, we'll turn this to the Gabe show for. <laughs> we'll go to Gabe for commercial. <laughs> oh man, definitely go to Gabe for commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It'll, it'll be all right. Oh, it's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Welcome to Gabe's commercial break. Oh, hold on. There it is. Welcome to Gabe's commercial break. Um, let's talk 9-11. Um, <laughs> so hear me out. Building 7. Okay. 
You ever heard about Building 7? No, I have not. I have not heard about Building 7. Inform uh, me. Enlighten me. I didn't plan to actually go into this. I know. That's why. So. <laughs> Are you familiar with the 9-11 conspiracy, Joe? I, there's, also, there's so many. There's, so, there's one. Oh. There's one that branches into many others, but there's the 9-11 conspiracy. What's the 9-11 conspiracy? That, that, well, that we did it. You and me? You and me. Ah. Yes. Mm. It was a while. It was a long time ago. You probably don't remember. I mean, I was I, like two. So <laughs> I forget how much younger you are. I mean, you're not that much younger than me, are you? Though, like, like you're, seven, eight years, yeah, that's probably. You saying that makes me happy. Everyone else who's like a year or two older than me, they're always like, like you're a baby. Literally, they're like, like you're an infant. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. I I remember. So stupid. I was I I there was a, a a block during my school schedule when I was in middle school where I got bused to a different school to take like this advanced class. It was not that advanced. It was like we. Oh man, I, you've heard of two plus two? Yeah. Get ready for two plus it's, three, dude. But I remember like they had that shit playing on the TV in there, and I was like, oh. Okay. So oh, like, you oh you remember seeing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess that's the age gap difference yeah. there. All right, Gabe's commercial breaks over. No, no, no. It's not. He's, he's going to take a smoke. Oh, nice. We're, we'll probably um, get to maybe another thirty minutes and then wrap up after that. But, um, but yeah, man, I remember that. That the the pause there was because I remembered something else from that school that just made me remember how like stupid posh it was i guess sure there was a point where we had triscuits and caviar in middle school huh yeah that what? was yeah. Excuse me? yeah i forgot about that until i just i was like triscuits triscuits them dry get a better fucking, cracker at nah, least man. what the hell like those triscuits and caviar man and i remember being a kid i'm like i'm not gonna fucking eat this shit this is terrible but then i was like but i do want to know what this tastes like so I tried it, and I was like, "Why do people eat this shit? This is gross!" Like, but goddamn, you're better off just like pulling a redacted and putting Oof. salt on a plate. Just, just, oh my god! Somebody in chat, uh, who's that? Cube, Cuban Slim. Uh, Cuban, Cuban Slim. Cuban Slim. I like that. That's a great name. Pretty good. That's a quality name. Um, classes were canceled for me at UFC or UCF that day that means that they're old i think i know who that is now i don't i think i do oh i do actually yeah, 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 yeah i know yeah, yeah. I, knew, I didn't i didn't yeah. i didn't put those two together yeah, yeah i know yep, who that yep. is mm-hmm. um but <laughs> i'm uh, still upset about that i so okay i it in the end it was very funny in the end it was funny but i i was so in the moment i was like what the what fuck the- is <laughs> happening? I was like, I've never been in recent times yeah. more confused over a dumb thing before. Oh my god. Okay, so what's up? Since since we mentioned earlier, and since I'm on it, god. I figured might as well do it. Yeah. I went on Telegram real quick to find it. See if I can find in the time I went to pee and smoke like half cigarette, yeah. if I can find something bullshit crazy. Alright. And he oh, and Oh, okay. So <laughs> apparently there's some massive backlash against fake meat for GMOs or some bullshit. Okay. So I saw this lovely one. Sounds like my fucking dad. Oh, it, oh. 
Where was it? It's like this hits home. There was a reply like, um, oh, is that what's happening in Texas? They're f- making a weather freeze to kill off the cows. So we is it, don't. Is it? Oh man. So when I hear stuff like that, is he joking or is he serious? Like it's impossible to know. But I can tell you, I checked this yesterday, and there's been seven thousand messages. Oh man. So even if he's not serious, someone might think it is. Oh yeah, here it is exactly. Is that why Texas this is cold? Is it, isn't it cattle country? Cattle are not used to that weather and need water, and it's frozen. They're trying to kill them off. Just a thought. They want to force feed us this fake meat crap. Okay, that sounds like someone taking said, it pretty yeah, I seriously. I don't think that's a joke. I, I know I've said it like four times already, but if you took that exact sentence and put it into my father's mouth, <laughs> it would sound exactly... Oh, yeah. Your father is totally Q-pilled. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sad. I mean, it, like, because like a lot of the right likes to use like the red pill, blue yeah, pill yeah, argument, yeah. but the Q-pills are yeah. totally... <laughs> I actually like that. I'm going to steal that from you. Force-feeding the Q-pill. Force-feeding the I Q-pill. Just, I mean, it's one of the worst ones you can take. I just wonder, man. It's really big. It's hard to swallow. Yeah. Like, like between that and the black pill, people are going off the rails. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have lost track of those things. Like, I don't know. I, I've seen black pill views, but I don't know what exactly it entails. So, black pill is essentially an exception of nihilism. Okay. All right. I see. So... Hence why it's the black. You're yeah, just accepting yeah, the void. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people who accept the black pill then become accelerationists mm-hmm. to bring the country down. Yeah. Which is why ba- groups like we saw the base yeah. come about. Those <laughs> types of groups. God. I It sucks because, like, those kind of things are, for the, the little that I've been exposed to, are funny. But, like, when you when it's being applied genuinely and seriously, I'm like, oh, wait, no. The joke's not... It was funny. It was supposed to be funny. Like, it's not it's yeah. not funny anymore. I mean, I'd argue that, like, a lot of the, like, modern right-wing internet culture is about taking it as far as you can or f- farther than you should be able to and then just saying everything past this point was a joke. Yeah. Or it's all joke, even the stuff I said that's racial or, you know, stuff like... Or Man. saying I'm going to kill someone. Comedy you know? sucks. Like, <laughs> when it... When it I mean, I'm, I I don't consider myself a comedian, but that is that is a, a place where I stop, where I I don't like. I will never go to a, a stand up show and then be upset at something that was said. I have been to the 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 not most recent, but one before I went to a Louis uh, not Louis C K um, Louis Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Orlando for that. It was a great show, awesome. Yeah. At the end of it, though, he fucked up. He fucked up. He, he, he was like, yo, I got this app, this program where everybody can like throw their questions in here and I'll talk about it. And of course, it got very political. And I remember this one dude, he based, I don't remember what Lewis said, but I remember he took offense to it because he was in the military mm-hmm. and he just stood up and just started screaming like in this auditorium. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dog, he's filming this shit. Like, you, like, I was like, "What you, you dick? Like, what are you doing right now? Like, holy shit! Like, he's he's trying to film. Like, he's he's getting all this stuff for a special." Like, but you know, Dog. that guy probably tells that story all the time now about yeah. how he screamed during a Lewis Black special. Yeah, like, and that was like a point of honor to him. <sighs> so bad. I remember it just be it. It got to the point where like the dude who was sitting next to me was just like, "Yeah, let him fucking burn out. Like, let yeah. him talk. Like, we just like I want, we want to get back to like the fucking we paid money for this shit." Yeah, exactly. But, no one cares. Like, no one wants a heckler at yeah, any time. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love watching, like, roast battles and stuff. Yeah. Where it can go yeah. way off the rails. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, there's there's a point between, like, 
comedy and even roasting someone. Yeah. And then when you're going into slurs and yeah. conspiracy theories. Yeah. And trying to make rationalize those with humor is just wrong. <laughs> I don't. I, the the thing is, I I guess see it different or not see it different. I don't know. I, the thing I like is the is that I I want to be able to laugh at that stuff because I think that there there are funny things about it without rationalizing it. Like just because I'm I'm finding something about something funny doesn't mean that I'm also trying to rationalize if that makes any sense like I sure I, I guess I, the problem is other people can then take my laughter as that and then yeah. they do so i think it, it just depends on the company that it's being done in it because of the company it also depends on context like maybe laugh like a stupid whatever joke or whatever but like if it's the joke is just like jewish people eat babies that's not a joke <laughs> <It's> not, <that's laughs> So like, but okay. So <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> real knee slapper, you know. But the thing is, so even in you saying that, I laughed, but not laughing at the fact that you said that. It's more of laughing at how absurd it is. Exactly. Right. But is a lot of people who are using it as like to like almost as like an recruitment or, or indoctrination are using it as like, oh, it must seem absurd. It seems absurd, but it eventually if you keep coming to that content over and over again it's going to affect you i i maybe maybe i the only reason i say maybe is because i i consume a lot of like edgy shit and i don't consider myself like a person that's like hey i got these gamer words that i love saying it's just it's more of just like i i see it for it's for humor's sake but I, I, you're right. Like, not everyone will. It also depends yeah. on like how deep you're going. Like, yeah. we can look at like a place like 4chan and be like, well, look at how that place has radicalized sure. over the past decade. Yeah. yeah. And how much of that has just been? Oh, it's just memes. Yeah. I. So the thing is, like, one of the. Th- I don't know if it was 4chan though that did this whole thing. That whole, um, the 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 OK symbol thing. I, I thought it was that was a was, 4chan. It, was it 4chan? Okay. Yeah. So like that thing. Stuff like that pisses me off because it's just like this has been around for so long, and yes, sometimes things like that do get opted by like co-opted by people. It frustrated me that no one even stopped to like think like, "Hey, where did this start?" Sure, but then when you see actual white supremacists like Richard Spencer throwing it up now after that in all their photos, it's like it's been kind of taken but do we just let that happen like how do you how do you because i personally i don't want i don't want the fucking yeah. you stop take, you don't get symbols yeah. like i don't want anybody like that to get symbols so like but it seems like every time something like that happens people just go yep it's theirs and there's just like oh shit dude like there's a movie i've really been wanting to watch actually about this mm. it's called uh feels bad man it's about the guy who created pepe yeah. And his fight to reclaim it. And that must be so heartbreaking to see your art used in that type of way. Yeah. It, and it's like, at what point do you just go, I can't reclaim this. It's so tainted. And at what point do you just go, no, I, I have to keep fighting. And he's fought and fought and yeah. fought. And he's sued so many people for yeah. using it. But and he gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can only fight so long, you know? I guess. I just... I, I would be for trying to put together a system so that things like that don't happen because if 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 it seems as though the one single person can't fight for their art like in this case like 
he, he gets burned out or he can't he literally just can't do it yeah. then i feel like that's the part where people who like me don't want to see that happen step in and help yeah. i don't know what that looks like yeah but I, like i mean it might just be don't share pepe's like just don't what ha- sorry don't share pepe's like but i don't I, care how dank or rare they are but like <laughs> if if this is causing the creator like harm if he's seeing you know jewish pepe's or whatever Maybe don't don't share some then, of this stuff. But then that that's that's giving it away. That's not that's not the solution to what I'm looking for, right? Like I, I'm trying to find a way so that he can keep what he, like the integrity of what what he made. People can continue using it in a humor like sense or whatever. Yeah. And we, but at the same time, it's not allowed or. I don't know. I don't know how you would fight that, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, y- you can't, I don't think, necessarily but, fight co-opting. But I don't think, I don't think, I feel like the solution of just, like, laying down sucks. I don't like that. There, there's something about that that just does not sit well with me at all. I mean. Like, it, it's just, like, it, you can't, like, I, I'm not going to just give every single time somebody, like, who has some horrific ideas and opinions, take something or a symbol and then now co-ops that is. I don't know. I, I, I'm in my head right now because I haven't like. I'm still thinking this all the way through. I'd much rather be confused as that than just give it up. Okay. Like I, I'd much rather like no. I, I'll explain like why I'm doing this. Like I, I don't know. Like I, th- to me, that seems like that. That is, I, I'll take that hit I'll, in I'll, order to keep that thing. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it from my perspective on this because yeah. I'm more willing to give it up because I don't want to get these people cover. I don't want to necessarily be like in pictures giving the okay symbol and then someone randomly is like some like white supremacist shoots up a school or something and throws it and then it's like, oh no, see, it's just a gag. See, all these other people are doing it. Like it gives them cover to hide their beliefs and gives them more of an in into the mainstream. Yeah. And and sometimes these things, you know, the, the definitions of things change all the time. I mean, Nursery Run, Bring Around the Posy used to be have a racial slur in it. Oh, yeah. Like, the, that was the dude from um, Top Gear that said that? Oh, I have no idea who said that. I, re- I learned that like this no, week. No, 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 no. It, it's, it's been around for a super long time, but yeah. the, the, one of the main guys from Top Gear, he... Uh, or not he, Ring Around the Posy. What's one of the other ones? Can you turn that back around? Ricky Nardo Posey was the um, Black Plague one. Oh, what the hell? If it falls, then it falls. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> um, no, Ricky Posey is the Black Plague one. There's another one. Uh, the one yeah, that's, that's a, Black Death. No, it's yeah. the one that's like catch a tiger by the toe. Yeah. That didn't always used to be tiger. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, yeah, but that, that's that's what he said. He said yeah. that on, on, the, yeah. like, on the show, kind of like mumbling it as a joke. But then people were like, he was fucking doing it. <laughs> he, he PewDiePied it, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh, he didn't PewDiePie. It was a lot softer than PewDiePie. PewDiePie. He yeah. did just shout. Yeah. I mean, it's also like different, obviously, cultural implications sure. there, too. Yeah. Like, but it's still just dumb as shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Man, I don't like. I don't, I, don't, I don't like seeing things be slowly eroded but at the same time i don't really know how to stop that either so uh have you ever seen clerks 2 no okay there's a character in it who tries to reclaim a racial slur okay who's a white man okay trying to reclaim a black racial slur okay and that's kind of 
how I feel like when I like think about this is like because he just looks so ridiculous saying it over and over again and like puts on his shirt at one point <laughs> and it's just like you can't reclaim this it's too far gone <laughs> but okay so it's too far gone because like but at one point it wasn't that's that, that's the issue that I have it's like yeah it's too far gone but it feels like the moment like four people use it it's too far gone and like Really? Like, it was like, at what point do we, like, at some point leading up to the point where it's too far gone, did we, was there something that could have been done to make it not get to that point? It's hard to when you have coordinated efforts to actually, like, ruin some things, right? I mean, that, the okay symbol thing was that. It's like, a coordinated effort from yeah. Fortune, so it was yeah. Pepe. Yeah. So are a lot of these, like, various meme types, like, the clown world meme, that's yeah. a Fortune thing, like, all these types of things. It's hard when this type, when culture is being weaponized. You know, yeah. Uh, um, I think we, we were we still got like a good twenty minutes or so. I don't know if you had more of what you were trying to get to in that time. But. I wanted to go through more of like the history, but like yeah. it's a lot more probably than twenty minutes. Realistically, okay, all right. <laughs> like history of American fascism is like a hundred years at this point. Hmm. It's and it's rooted in almost all facets of our society. So. I guess the one thing I'm, I'm trying to make the connection because a lot of the stuff that we were t- you were doing, you said earlier, like mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's rooted from German, like a- Italian, actually. Okay. The, the the first the first real fascist state is Italy, and the first uh, father of fascism um, is D'Anzio or something like that. Okay. I have the name written down. Yeah. Um, he's a proto a proto fascist, uh, Gabriel D'Anzio. D'Anzio. Um, he he was a, a good name. I'm upset. That it, it, Italian it sucks. Yeah, like <laughs> um, he was a poet who like ended up getting into political theory later in life. Mm. Post World War One, ended up taking over a city in Austria that was just a nonstop drug filled orgy. Nice, but he was a big influence for Mussolini. Right, I assumed. Yeah, that yeah. was gonna. Yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> it had to. it had to get tied. And um, Mussolini's what inspired Hitler, right? Because. Uh, Hitler saw the push or the march on Rome right and that's when the beer hall push happened which failed went to prison wrote Mein Kampf came back a decade later conquered took Germany by storm and then hence World War II pretty much but American fascism like obviously is like pretty deep but you can really see like the steps of it in the 30s as well like I mentioned earlier in Father Kaplan Mm. there was the German American Bund which was a funded by Nazi Germany uh, group in America. Nice. That did a sh- did a uh, rally at Madison Square Garden with a giant picture of Hitler in the background. You can see pictures of it. That's it crazy. Mind blowing. And this is America. I mean, I guess at the time there wasn't like we knew it was it was bad, but the the scope of it is a lot easier to see now in the hmm. past than it was in the moment. So I can I can see how that could have happened, but like that is still crazy. But look how many Americans went and fought us in Spain against the fascists there. Like uh, some Americans knew, yeah, and it, the people who knew were like communists and and anarchists. They knew that this idea ideology was wrong. Like in Germany, that's who mostly fought the Nazis at first, and that's who was first put in the camps. Yeah. I mean, Antifa, like, that ideology, yeah. that, like, symbol is from that era. Right. Like. Yeah. I, man, I have so many takes on Antifa, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not... it, I think 
the idea of anti-fascist action is good. Sure. You can argue no one, if yeah. black block, block tactics are negative. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... I... They, what... This goes to a lot of different movements. Their names suck. Yeah. <laughs> no, their names suck because, like... Like, I'll... I'll fucking take some heat for this, but, like, I think feminism sucks. The, the name does not match what, like, it's supposed to be. Like, it... it so, like... It, I don't know. I think a lot of movements have that problem. I think it, like in the case of feminism, it's just like named after the target at first. Like, because sure. feminism was named, you know, hundred something years ago. Right. And like first wave feminism is very different than current wave feminism. Yes. <laughs> very much so. So maybe necessarily like, and that's, but that's why they have like different waves to like differentiate. Sure. sure. Yeah. But like Antifa is, I think fine. It's just a shorthand. Like, yeah, I, I think it's been turned into a dirty word by yeah. a lot of the media both left and right 100 sure. yeah you see a bunch which is understandable you see a bunch of people wearing all black going down a street or getting into fights yeah it's, terrifying. it's just like okay well what are we doing exactly here like yeah. yeah but but like when you look at like the things that they do like they do a lot of things on top of that too like there's a lot of like antifa medics and all who are like at these events, even like in Portland, where there's been big clashes between like Patriot Prayer yeah. and Proud Boys and Antifa groups. Their medics, Antifa medics, will still go and hit, deal with all anyone who's injured. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter ideology because yeah. you just don't want to. You don't want to do fights, but like when you see groups that want to fight you, yeah. I I wonder. I wonder if that means less because that's been a thing in war times <laughs> like that that was that was how um I, if i remember correctly i could be wrong about this but i thought that that was like a thing back in like god when was world war ii is that world war ii is the big fascism war so yeah i'm trying to what years those the 40s? were 40s is that uh, 40s it's 39 to 45 I believe. okay maybe 38 but I, if I remember correctly, that was like a, there was a lot of um, um, war f- laws of war or rules of war against like harming medics and things of that nature, like people that had jobs like that. Yeah. So and and but no military in the world ever follows that. I wouldn't say no. I would say that there's name one. I mean, I would imagine that they, otherwise, where would they make the rule in the first place? I'm Rules sure. are made to be broken. <laughs> but like, <laughs> how many hospitals did Obama bomb? Sure, no, no. Like, I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying <laughs> that people just flat out like listen to that rule. What I'm saying is like, I would imagine there are decent inc- a decent number of instances where someone would have been harmed, and that was used so that they didn't get harmed. I, there's most likely way more instances of people ignoring them, but like I would like to believe, and maybe, and maybe I'm wrong about that too. Like I, I didn't go to war back then. I yeah. didn't go to war like when I could have gone to war. So like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, you still could. Yeah, <laughs> it's America. Yeah, you can always true. go to war. I'm 30 years old. I'm oh, old. Me too. We That's can... not true though. Like I, they'll take anyone, especially they'd... in reserves. Um, I always, I always say that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm 30. I'm good. I'm, and I'm like, wait, no. Don't worry. I'm going before you. That's true. You think so? Oh, yeah. Based yeah, on yeah Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're grabbing <laughs> you, bud. Yeah, they're snatching me. They're sta- but I was I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I fucking 
trade MMA. Like, I try to like, <laughs> like yeah. I try okay. to live like a very like healthy life. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I'm fucking this me, up. I'm like, calling you and I'm saying, <laughs> and I'm just being like, hey, this guy, this dude, this dude does yo, MMA. Yo, this go ahead and get this guy. <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, fuck, guy. no. I'll like go to the gym. I'm like, you guys need to break my shin. Like, someone needs to do this right now. So I don't. <laughs> um, but I don't know how we got on that tangent. That's 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 my special power. It's, it's just going in the tangent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good talent. I don't know if it is, <laughs> especially if you're a podcast. But well, on this show, definitely yeah. is a great. Talent. Yeah, I guess it's it's good for that. Um, I guess I I, I intend on having you back on. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess in. But, before we like kind of start winding down before I, I i always tell people this is the point where like if you have stuff that you want to throw in the chat i'm gonna spend time reading that and then like we'll burn through it real quick but um i don't know if you have anything that you want to shout out like or anything of that nature but um for people like more interested on like mm-hmm. uh, history of fascism and all you can as i re- said earlier uh earth fascism by umberto echo it's short it's sweet it's pretty easy to get through. Gets the point done. It's only an essay, so anyone can read it. Yeah. If you want a longer book, um, an- Anatomy of Fascism by Robert Paxton is considered one of the premier books on the subject. And okay. I would 100% recommend it as well. Okay. It really breaks down how these movements started and how they built. And that's really important i think in a world where we're seeing that these things yeah. might happen these things might happen here i i, I agree that, that is something like sometimes a lot of people are like oh you keep pointing to the past and stuff and i'm like dog like th- otherwise how else are we gonna like yeah. see like these little moments of like hey wait that's similar to that is this the same it's not okay cool fine yeah. oh wait that's similar to that like this is kind of the same like Let's fucking put it into this. I, I get that. M- Marx has a quote to like that effect that I, I I'm mm-hmm. gonna paraphrase because I don't yeah. know off the top of my head, but it's uh, history always comes in twos. First as a fantasy, first as like a fantasy, then as a farce. So mm-hmm. like, these things have happened. Yeah. We've seen them happen. They're gonna happen again, but they're gonna be different. Yes, yeah. every time history, it it or, it just does repeat. It, 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 yeah. I've also heard the phrase, um, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Oh, I like that. I like that one. So these things are happening. So we can go back to our historical, uh, what we've seen these events happen and take a view and be like, yeah. okay, well, this thing has happened here. Well, this is kind of like that. So maybe keep an eye out. Yeah, I like that. I didn't, I didn't realize you were such a poet. I try. Yeah. <laughs> but um oh and one little uh, thing yeah. if people want to check out a fun fact of American fascism I didn't know about till this week go google the White House push is when there was a attempted fascist insurrection against FDR. Oh, interesting. It's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I I uh <laughs> Part of me wants to be like, hey, Gabe, how are you doing over there? Yeah, you're doing hey, good, buddy. I you do. said this from the very... I know. From weeks know. ago. I'm filling my filing cabinet. The cabinet overflowed like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so for a minute now, we've been like... <laughs> but but I enjoy this quite a bit. Still, I'm glad. So. I did too. I, I, I hope people do. Like, something I've always been afraid of with this whole thing is figuring out the balance between like the fun funny stuff mm-hmm. and then the stuff that is genuinely serious that like 
is worth talking about and worth bringing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of easy to do when I'm just sitting around. Um, I'm playing some like game that doesn't really require my entire focus, but right. then I can talk about whatever. But it's it's a little bit. I, I feel as though, and like my chat and audience can tell me whether or not I'm wrong about this, but I feel as though it's harder for people to sit down and focus on these long form conversations. Like That's this. Fair. so. Like I, I don't know. I, I I like being a part of them, and I just hope that the people that are watching enjoy, enjoy being it, yeah. a part of them as well. But I will say, at least for something, if we do a topic like this in the future, mm-hmm. I think one of the best ways to deal with the topic of fascism is humor. Okay. Like, uh, have you ever heard the the Great Dictator by Charlie Chaplin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the perfect yeah, way yeah. of <laughs> doing fascism, but funny. Yeah, like that type of idea yeah. really shows how ridiculous these ideas are. Yeah, I mean, I think the next time that we like venture into that, I probably will take. I there's there's so many ways that this changes every time, even like from episode to episode. Like there's always like little small things that are adjusting. So I I always like hearing that kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. But um, yeah, I think we'll call it there. Um, we got the last, uh, <laughs> you should wear spacesuits while talking or having this discussion. Listen, if I, if they give me a deal to make an exclusive Spotify thing, then sure. Absolutely. How, how about this? Space suit. If we do an episode on conspiracies, we can do spacesuits for that one. Sure. Cause that one will be out Down. of the mood. I'm, you need to be there for that one yeah. though. And be in that I one. I will absolutely. <laughs> no, that was one. That's what I'll actually talk about. However, 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 if, if. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind with his name. Who's the guy that directed? Who? Who? You're doing the thing. Where it's just like <laughs> this is why who, we did this. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> the, you know how uh, they say that the the guy that um filmed they faked the moon landing. The the, the American director that so it was quote unquote filmed. Oh it. yeah. Um. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yes. Um, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley yeah, Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to dress up like Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Kubrick. And then you guys wear space suits. Okay. Oh, so you're going to be our director? Correct. Got it. <laughs> I, like I like it. This. I like it. I, I mean, I've talked to you about like doing the production side of this before. So that would be Still ex- on board. extremely fitting. Still oh, on board. Um, but yeah. You can let me click the keys. Yeah. I mean, you'd be over there. Back We'd still forth. be able to hear you. Hey. Well, no, like, I. I have a sound thing that I can set up oh, over perfect. here so that we can hear you from in there, but you'd be... With hats made of actual tinfoil? Oh. that, that I mean, that's just, required. Yeah, I think that I think that has to happen. I, I thought that was actually implied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just, like, put them on top of the helmet. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, like, there's the dome, but, like... Ooh. It might be hard to find a helmet, though, that's good for a mic. Mm. Visors don't do well. That's true. For well, sound. a lot of the, like, um, costume ones have, like, the little thing that... That would work. Yeah. That'd be dope. It'd be hot as hell, but it'll be fun. <laughs> we can brainstorm this. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks again. Um, I'm going to call it a night. Thanks for you guys for watching. I'm alone.